When it comes to keeping your small business valuable information safe, Dell Small Business Technology Advisors can recommend tailored security solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage, networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. Running your own small business is a big challenge, but with the right partner, it's a lot easier. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 110 of Dumb All Over. Recording from how can a state that looks so nice, smells so bad, Pennsylvania, and also Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. <laughs> this week, we talk about dumbass DeVos. Grabby Grabberson, McKissy Face Biden, Money Bags Bernie, and I don't give a fuck AOC. Lots of stories with such little time. <laughs> I think I broke Austin again, which is always uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, does, we also, does it look that nice though? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Uh, we also have an amazing interview with Joshua Collins, who's running for Congress. Looking forward to meeting him. And uh, finding out a little bit about his platform, maybe giving him some questions. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll wing it like always. <laughs> oh, it's not meticulously planned and researched? I mean, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, yeah. The thing you said. <laughs> yeah. Always. I always plan this stuff out. <laughs> How are you, Austin? Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm Tom. <laughs> 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 wow, we're really out of practice. <laughs> a little bit. It's it's you know we're still in like the recovery mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, everything's going well with you. Yeah, yeah. Good. Everything good. is going pretty well actually. Good. Very good. Um, I don't. We shouldn't waste too much time. Uh, we no. have a bunch of stories to get to. A lot of news happened in the week and a half. Sort of. You had episodes, so you can't complain that you didn't get episodes. We're just. We haven't recorded in a while, so <laughs> it's uh, we're we're broken. Uh, so let's to get in. To do this to the news. Okay. Oh, where do we start, Austin? Where do we fucking start? Well, I'll tell you where we start, Austin. Good question. Good question. Remember Betsy DeVos? Boy, I didn't get to talk. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you snooze, you lose, buddy. <laughs> there was no snoozing. There was no pause there. You went from like the question right to the answer. We had but yes, I remember time. Betsy DeVos. <laughs> See, I just did it to you. 
remember Betsy DeVos? I do very much so. Somehow, the one one of the few that hasn't gone to jail or resigned during the Trump administration, uh, she's in the news again, Austin. Uh, you know, oh, I'm sure it's for something very good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she uh, changed everything. Everything's better now. Good. We can move on to our next story. Oh, wait. No, we can't. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos on Wednesday defended a proposal to eliminate funding for... Take a guess, Austin. Oh, let's there's say, so many things it could let, be. Let's play a game at home. If you're listening, let's play a game. What? Uh, here's the game. What did Betsy DeVos try to eliminate today? Mm. Okay. Your choices are... Education. <laughs> oh, I don't know why there's such a long pause. <laughs> College... Well, college is part of like it's a form of education. Or the Special <laughs> Olympics. Um, Which one do you think it was? Well, I know it can't be trans rights because she did that already. Mm-hmm. It must be the Special Olympics. Wrong. It was actually secret answer D, all of the above. All okay, the this above. is not citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go around giving what, secret answers. They created answers. the secret answer? Come on. Listen, fuck them. They didn't, get, they didn't create that. I'm right, sure well, someone... We're going to take a quick break and move on to uh, apropos of nothing. All right. <laughs> Listen, we could do that if you want. <laughs> no, no. Let's just keep going. These stories don't get any better from here. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, so, yeah, Special Olympics. Uh, pushing back against a storm of criticism from athletes, celebrities, and politicians who rallied to support the organization. DeVos became a target on social media after Democrats slammed her plans to remove the group's funding as part of a nearly $7 billion... Uh, in budget cuts for next year. Hmm. The Special Olympics received $17.6 million from the Education Department last, last year, roughly 10% of, of its overall revenue. Uh, in a statement responding to criticism, DeVos says she, quote, loves, end quotes, the organization's work and has, pers- <laughs> and has, quote, personally supported its mission, end quote. But she also noted that its private nonprofit uh, it's a private nonprofit that raises $100 million a year on its own. Ultimately, she argued her agency could uh, can't afford to continue backing it. So, no, Except that it can because that's almost no money. Pretty much. Yeah. I, guess, I guess what we learned here, Austin, is um, she hates everybody. Literally well, everybody. Although I heard that this was actually a request from the White House and Betsy DeVos didn't want to do it. But she doesn't know how to stand up for herself being born mm. without a spine and all. That would be, yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah. So, not um, having a spine, I mean. Yeah. Well, and working well, for Trump. Yeah, Both. When, are, when you're rich, you know, you're just yeah. kind of used to getting your way. So it's confusing when you don't. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he asked her to do that. She did because, mm-hmm. again, stupid. Um, and then she got backlash that she wasn't expecting which i mean who could have how could you not expect that yeah who could have no tom come on who is who could look into the future and see that people are going to be upset you're taking money away from these special olympics <laughs> literally I'm handicapped children. i'm trying to play the straight man and i'm not doing it very well you got to stop trying cuz you're you're not you're not doing it well it's not working austin no, you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin. 
Uh, DeVos is expected to present her budget to Blunt, and that's uh, uh, Roy Blunt, senator from Montana. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, this <laughs> education was about to go a lot more interesting. <laughs> Not that kind of education. <laughs> Oh, I'm about man. to present my policy proposal to these two blunts. <laughs> okay. When you say it like that, it almost has like a racial connotation to it. It sounds a little bit, it sounds like, oh, oh there's sounds, nothing racist about blunt, I don't think. I know. It just sounds like it the way you said it. It's like, you stupid blunt. <laughs> okay. No, See? No, I'm sure we could make it a racial slur. We could. <laughs> Can we just make it a, a hateful slur over the to DeVos? That's it. Just to DeVos. Call her mm. a blunt. Not yeah, okay. she's blunt, but she's a blunt. A blunt. Gotcha. There you go. She's a blunt. Anyway, uh, bitch the boss, whatever. I This article is a couple of days old. Uh, since this article has come out, she has pretty much, from what I understand, backed out of this. She's no longer pursuing the elimination of funding to special needs, uh, to children with special needs. By the way, uh, listeners, hang on to that theme of backing away from sweeping policy proposals because... It is a theme this week, and she's not the only one in the administration to do it. No, she is not. She is not. Um, was there a segue you want me to go with here? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I can I can handle that. All right. So so Austin, <laughs> who else backed away from policy? Well, that we've been off the air. Well, we haven't actually been off the air, but we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, like almost. A week and a half or two weeks or something. Yeah, so uh, we didn't get to record an episode. We didn't do an emergency show with the uh, dropping of the Mueller report, Ah. which I don't think has been a problem since. Oh, I don't know. Nobody has read it yet because it hasn't been released. That is true. That is true. Although I think just today, Democrats officially said that they request. Yeah, they're they're going after it. They want it released, but it Mm -hmm. hasn't been released yet. No. So we know just as much as the day it was handed in. Right. Yeah, I, that's right. And, and, and I was we even talked about this before the show. And I was supposed to bring this up first, but eh, I forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's... Yeah. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this? For like, I, Let me ask you well, a couple questions okay, regarding ahead. it. Uh, first of all, what are your initial thoughts on the release? And second of all, um, what do you think is going to come of this? Oh, okay. So the initial thoughts, well... <clears throat> I thought that it I didn't expect them to find collusion because if you ask any legal scholar that is an incredibly high bar. Mm-hmm. The fact that people have gone to prison at all during this probe is actually pretty like if for any other administration that would be a bombshell. Sure. Um for this one it's just a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I think well the thing is we haven't actually seen the report so I don't know how accurate it is to say that he that Mueller didn't come down one way or the other on obstruction yeah. of justice yeah and Mueller's because being very Barr quiet could be about saying this. that yeah exactly and the senate too the senate no. came out and also said oh we found nothing in this report no. but when you look at who is in control of the senate exactly, there's yeah. there's there's that aspect too it's all republicans so but the point i mean regardless of any of that uh the point is that on this show we did not cover the Mueller report very much. No. If, I think, yeah, maybe just in maybe, passing a couple times. I think we talked about the people who were arrested yes, more than the actual arrested, report yeah. itself. Because, honestly, we didn't know. Yeah, like, nobody knew what actually was happening. No. And all of those, like, 
I'd see all the centrists going on those, you know, big Twitter threads who fancied themselves legal experts. Right. Now they all look incredibly stupid because they incredibly were. Incredibly stupid. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you on that. And I think the media wasted a lot of time covering it when they could have covered other important things. Mm-hmm. But uh, despite all of that, when it was released, like the couple days after, I thought this is a huge, huge blow to the Democrats, especially the ones running for president, even Bernie, who really hasn't talked about the report that much yeah and he still um, really hasn't except for demanding that we that are able released. to see yeah. it yeah yeah but <laughs> then donald trump did the most donald trump thing he could do mm-hmm. is take that which was undoubtedly you know until we see the actual report this was spun in his favor and oh, it yeah. was a win for him oh it was big a big time. win it was a big win that was the first thing i was worried about too <laughs> and then he goes you know what we've done so well let's Focus on healthcare again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and who did he put in charge of said healthcare reform? Oh, uh, anthropomorphic penis Rick Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's bad enough that you're talking about redoing healthcare again. Yeah. And then you go ahead and you're like, oh, Rick Scott. Yeah. Everyone's favorite penis. Well, not Let's only make that, him. The, the very guy who the company he worked for was found to have defrauded Medicare. That's right. Yeah. And was fined lots and lots of money. And he yeah. probably should be in prison. Somehow probably. He's a senator because Florida. Is um, Florida. It's yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's like the quintessential Florida He really man. is, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, just to add to that, yeah, go ahead. Um, since then, I also, Trump has come out with... Uh, his statement on healthcare, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, we're gonna work on it after 2020." Mm. <laughs> because it, even Trump, I think, realizes that nothing's gonna happen. It, you can't. You're not gonna get any kind of uh, healthcare reform. It took it took uh, Obamacare how many years? How many total years for it to two. pass? Two total years. I mean, we're less than. Oh wait, maybe it was more than that. I thought no, it was, it was a little bit more. But it was, yeah, it was two we could say we could say two. two um, yeah. This would be it, this process would be even harder, I think, especially now with the uh, Democrats running the House. So, with that said, you're not going to be able to get anything done. But all it did was piss off everybody. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, including. People in his own party who are like, yeah. "What are you doing? Yeah, like, we just that, did this, yeah, and we lost mm-hmm. <laughs> big time." And like you said, right after he gets the biggest win of his administration, yeah, or supposed or, or supposed win, because again, we don't know the contents of the Mueller report. But. Yeah, but you know what? As far as I'm concerned, I think the yeah. like the PR spin people are right. Perception is reality. Yep. And this was perceived as a huge blow to all of the talking heads who've said for months, oh, mm-hmm. you know, Mueller's going to find something and blah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. you know. And, well, so. and, and to Mueller's credit, he did. Him and his Maybe. team, they did find plenty oh, of yeah. stuff. Well, I'm now on the president. That's right. What and you know what? I'm still, I'm still not, I'm not confident that Trump's going to get anything, but I'm not so confident that the, his family is out of the clear. You know, a lot of people yeah. are talking about Trump, 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 but we're not talking about Donald or Eric. Well, no one's talking about Eric. So we're not talking about Donald or Jared Kushner or <laughs> Nobody Ivanka. Nobody ever talks about Eric. No, no one. <laughs> no, but or the Tiffany. thing is that it doesn't even matter 
Because that's not the only investigation. There's like 10 other investigations. I know, but it matters because I just want to see one of them get locked up. Just for fun. I know. But I mean, there's a much better chance that the Southern District of New York will lock somebody up. That's true, too. And there's that going on as well. And Especially I think people kind of because, forgot about that one. Yeah, because uh, he can't pardon this mm-hmm. in the Southern District of New York. That's right. Because it's a state crime. So. Yeah. So it's not over, but... Um, yeah, I'm kind of happy we stayed away from that for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Covering the news, you know, uh, which is what we do. And whenever something came, like whenever the actual evidence came up and somebody was arrested, Papadopoulos and Manafort, we cover that. But that's yeah. that's because there was actually something happening there, tangible evidence. But I have to say, I did find it fascinating this week when like, I just couldn't believe it. Like right after he had, he ran, a, you know, his victory lap for, <clears throat> it was like two days maybe. It was the yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, turned in on a Friday. It was, uh, the letter was written and released, I think, on the Saturday, mm-hmm. the bar letter. Mm-hmm. And then he did his victory lap Sunday, <laughs> and then Monday, and then Tuesday. He's like, let's do healthcare. It's amazing. And the Republicans are like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, we just, they're like, what are you, and then Mitch McConnell, you know, he came out of his shell, and he's like, oh, we're not, we're not going to yeah, uh, yeah. even do this in the Senate. Well, because the president can do whatever I, he wants, but we're not going to Say whatever you want about Mitch McConnell, but- <laughs> Well, the man knows how to pass legislation. Exactly, and he knows and it's he also not knows when pass. it's not going to pass. Yeah, yet. it's not going to pass. Yeah. It had a better chance last time, and did it pass, Austin? No, no. And, and if it had a better chance last time, when yes. you controlled everything, but this going to happen now. I think we we got a bit of ahead of ourselves because we forgot to say that this was all precipitated by um, a judge in Texas who decided that the ACA, as written. Without the individual mandate that the Republicans got rid of, mm-hmm. they he the judge's logic, and you'll have to forgive me here because I'm going by the journalist and not I'm not a lawyer, so yes, maybe yeah. Andrew Torres will be able to clear this up a little better. But from what I understand, the judge said that without the individual mandate, or he found the individual mandate unconstitutional. Mm, and that's right. He, Remember that. And his opinion is that the individual mandate is inextricably linked to the law as a whole mm-hmm. and without one the other cannot exist thus the entire thing is unconstitutional this isn't the first time that's happened and it's failed every time it's gone up to the higher courts but this is the first time the government has said we're siding with the judge we're not going to defend the law on the books oh, there you go and so that's when this whole thing started because after the DOJ did that, then Trump was like, you know what? We'll have new health care. And the Republicans <laughs> are like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, we no, tried this. I, I also, it also shows how much or how, let me rephrase, how little Trump actually understands how the legislative process works. Because I guarantee you, in his head, he thought, well, I want new health care. I'll get new health care. And well, then everyone. The thing is, yeah. It shows how little the leg- he knows about the legislative process, but it also shows how adept he is at figuring out what the public wants. Right. The public wants new health care. Mm-hmm. The public wants better health care. Yeah. And the public wants cheaper health care. Right. The problem is he has linked himself to a party that cannot offer that. Yeah. Because their ideology will not allow them to. However, See, the thing he is, himself. The ACA, the ACA was the uh, Republican plan already. Sure. So there's nowhere to go now but left. And he himself has complimented other countries' healthcare systems. And each time he has done that, they so happen to have a single pair. Yeah, because everybody else does. So it'd be hard to compliment any other country. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for like 
I don't know. A handful. Kind of, it's a handful. Yeah. Yeah. Countries that you don't <clears throat> expect to have it, have it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I remember he was very effusive to uh, Australia, who's, and I've said this before, so it feels like a broken record, but their healthcare system is literally called Medicare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally called Medicare. No. And it's for all of them. Yeah, and he was on I national wish... television and he said, you have really good healthcare over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I wish we had somebody who's proposing a policy like <laughs> Medicare for everybody. We do, Pete Buttigieg. It's like Medicare for all of us. Something catchier, though. They'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Buttigieg care. <laughs> uh. And that's the other cool thing, while we're talking about that very quick, uh, it seems like uh, the majority of the candidates running on the Democratic Party are all in favor of a universal or single-payer healthcare system, with the exception of a few. But it's just, I mean, it's a, a world and beyond of like where Although we started. The thing, <laughs> just two the thing that worries me is that a lot of them are now saying, oh, but we're open to some kind of compromise. I know. And that's what's going to happen because they're trying, because they, I think what they're going to realize is that the people who want Medicare for all tend to be on the left part of the spectrum of the left spectrum and they're going to country. vote for bernie you won't get yeah and they're going to vote there in the middle but and they're going to vote for bernie so yeah. it's like yeah you can you can try to appeal to that that section but bernie's got them kind of locked up so you're going to have to try to win both and then their true the true side comes out because it, it, very few candidates actually run based off of their ideology yeah not just to win well, look at Beto O'Rourke. He doesn't even have an ideology. I listen. We can and talk I know about. I we said that we're not going to badmouth other candidates, and I just wanted to make that joke, and then we can yeah. move on. <laughs> I won't oh, say anything else about him. Well, then you know what? <clears throat> Perfect segue opportunity because we're going to talk about someone who's not a candidate. Oh yeah, that's true. We said we wouldn't badmouth we're, any of the candidates. Right, right. He's this person that's coming up now is not a candidate. Yeah. So you want to start with the story, Tom? I found it really touching. <laughs> but something smells a little fishy. Oh, oh, oh! I feel like I need my personal space <laughs> after yeah. this one. Uh, if you haven't gotten it, <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> What's good old Joe up to these days, Austin? I don't know, but you announced it like you're Oprah. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> Joe <laughs> like Biden! Yeah. Don't touch right. anyone. <laughs> no. Listen, we have joked about Joe Biden and this exact thing mm -hmm. for two years now since we've done the show. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden is a touchy-feely kind of guy. We've said this before, even before he was considered to be one of the, 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 the candidates for president. Yeah. Uh, but hold on, Tom. I uh, Earlier today, I made a video with the producers of the Joe Biden apology video. Okay. <clears throat> so I just wanted to share it with everybody. Okay. Hi. <laughs> this is good. That's really I'm good. I'm Austin from Dumb All Over. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> and I just wanted to say that <laughs> I, too, can hire really poor. He has a ball friends. over the microphone, <laughs> and it works so good. <laughs> That was was that was that authentic that was and convincing? So good. No, I forgot to put it in vertical though. Oh yeah, you got to put it in vertical. <laughs> but yeah. you guys can't see it anyway, so that joke would have been lost. That's on true. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> an audio podcast. Also. Get your shit together, man. This hasn't been that long. 
<laughs> All right. So what did Joe Biden do? Well, he touched people again and again. And finally, somebody has spoken up about it. And that somebody is Lucy Flores, a former Nevada State Assembly member who I think worked for Joe Biden uh, in his presidential campaign. No, she was a politician. She was just a politician that mm-hmm. knew Joe Biden. Like I, because I'm reading an no. article about today's video, so I'm trying to figure out like how she, I forgot how she knew. Him. No, Joe Biden came there to campaign for her. Oh, okay, okay. Because I've she, seen the video. Here, here's here's the part of the controversy. Yeah, go for it. What whatever you know, manufactured controversy there is over mm-hmm. something that we are almost all certain happened because we've seen countless videos of Joe Biden Count, doing this to lots of people. Countless, countless, but. She was once a Bernie supporter, mm-hmm. and that's why the whole controversy oh, that's erupted. Right? Okay, because but the th- thing is, yeah, she denounced his campaign after that Nevada, you know, um, what was it? Some kind of meeting. They had some kind of like delegate meeting, and they claimed that the Bernie people got out of hand, even though apparently that's not what happened. Okay, but she denounced the campaign after that. And so hasn't technically been a Bernie supporter for, well, that was 2015, so since then. Okay. Ironically, also in 2015, Jon Stewart released a bit on The Daily Show. Oh, boy. That, that was all about this very thing. Oh, boy. About Joe Biden and his touchy-feeliness? Yes, way before Bernie even announced. So the idea that this is some kind of, you know, political stunt. Sure. Is ridiculous. People have known about this forever. The fact that it took this long for it to be part of the conversation is almost unbelievable. Well, here's here's all right. So I, I'm all I, I I get it now. I'm caught up, but I don't care because that's the part of the story I don't give a shit about at all. At all, I, it's the Bernie part. I kind of find it funny, if anything, that uh, especially even Trump, I think, got involved. He, he put a tweet out, kind of alluding to uh, he said the socialists got to him or something like that. Um, yeah, I've now, never touched anyone. That yeah, lately. no, never, <laughs> never. But look, here, Joe, it, if you're gonna touch him, you gotta grab, gotta grab some authority. Please don't grab anybody, <laughs> Joe. But so yeah, we've all seen the videos, we've seen the pictures, uh, especially the ones with like the the young girls, the little girls. Now those are a little bit more disturbing, but yeah, uh, quite a bit more disturbing actually. This one is not any less creepy, and. There's even I saw another photo, and I don't know if it's photoshopped or not, but um, with Joe Biden in front of the picture and Flores behind him, like in a crowded place, and her hand mm. is on uh, his shoulder. And centrists are taking that picture and saying, "Oh, now he has to sue for sexual harassment." But and that's where my problem with this is. It's not that Joe Biden's a touchy feely guy. You know why that's not my problem? Because we, we fucking knew that. Knew that. Yeah. My problem is that there are Democrats who are defending him. Oh, big time. Yeah. And, and what is so crazy to me is I've said this, you've said this. If Bernie Sanders, our uh, choice for president, twice now, mm-hmm. um, if allegations come out against him, who are we believing? We've said this a thousand times before. Oh, the women, yeah. You believe the women. You don't just believe the women when a Republican is being uh, accused of doing something wrong. You don't yeah, believe the- just you don't believe Joe Biden just because oh now he's on your side. No, it doesn't work like that. 
Well, the thing is, you know, like the the model of a person and and your character and integrity is based on what you do when it's not convenient and whether you still do the right thing. Exactly. Anybody exactly. can do the right thing when it's convenient. It's sure. easy to call out Republicans because they're so horrible. Yeah. And, you know, when it's on your own side, although, I mean, to consider Joe Biden on our side is well, it's a big stretch. But, I, but he is. He is. Yeah. B- because... Policy wise, we obviously have expressed our this, you know, our, our, our problems with him. I should mm-hmm. say, uh, but politically speaking, he's on the left, not very far on the left, but he's on the left. And so, not only that, like I can, like we've already had this uh, this situation happen, and I know people are probably thinking Al Franken. That's not actually who I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, Keith Ellison. Mm, that's right. Who oh yeah. I no longer have any interest in supporting. Which is yeah, that's a perfect example. And you I know actually what? do believe yep. his girlfriend. I think something really strange happened there and he probably shouldn't have run after those allegations came out. And you know what? The fact that we still haven't heard from him since then pretty much proves his guilt, by the way. Um, I mean, I haven't heard anything of Keith Ellison. But that's a great—I completely forgot about him. But that's a perfect example of somebody who not just we supported and we talked about all the time. He was the piece to our uh, House House of of Cards Cards scenario. scenario. (laughs) Early, if you're a fan of the show and you've been listening for a while, you know what we're talking about. Uh, We created our own fucking House of Cards scenario that made him the fucking president of the United States because we wanted that. By the way, can I just say that that— the actually it ended up being a house of cards scenario because the guy we cast in the lead role ended up being a perf (laughs) (laughs) okay we were a little too spot on then we were a little too spot on um but yeah what we dropped him like a bad habit the second we found that out and it's easy it's very easy because you're if you're a scumbag you don't get support Mm -hmm. joe biden we it would be I, okay. I would understand centrist's point of view if Joe Biden had no previous encounters like this, and it just came out of the blue. I would be like, "Oh, that's weird." Still gonna side with the woman because yeah. until you prove otherwise. And to but, be honest, that was more of the that was uh, the Franken situation was more like that. Exactly. Yeah, especially yeah. with all the people coming in his defense. Yeah. But we still separated ourselves from Al Franken, and no. even though politically speaking, he wasn't all uh, on the same platform as we were, we didn't hate him. No, he did most of the good things. Yeah. yeah. And so, but we still, okay, bye, you're gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this happens to Joe Biden, and everyone in the center just flat out defends him. Mm-hmm. Even Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's con- gone on and, and, and defended him. Kind of. Actually, she was a little more hard-nosed than most of his defenders. But she still, said, but she shouldn't still be going around touching people. But she still defended him. Yeah, but the thing is, other people are even saying like he did nothing wrong. No, I know, but I'm, but I don't care. Yeah, you still defend like, him. Like some of it really blows my mind. Oh, it's disgusting. Like it's yeah, there's disgusting. some people who are like, oh, you should be so lucky to be touched by the vice president. I know. President. I'm like, I know. What? About? No. Yeah. <laughs> Obama's a good-looking guy. Well, you know, he could touch me, I guess. But um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom is in that camp. No, but not without my consent. (laughs) You don't need my consent, Barack. (laughs) (laughs) By me saying that, there's my consent. Um, Something tells me he's a top anyway. Yeah, one (laughs) hundred percent. But anyway, what? Why are we talking about this? (laughs) Pence, I don't come near me with a twenty foot pole. Um, 
But there's more to this now because Joe Biden consistently makes the situation worse mm-hmm. by not addressing it. And then this fucking video comes up today and you did a very good job, by the way. It was very good. Did that sound, did it sound like his video? <laughs> it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I don't understand how how the vice president, the former vice president of the United States had such bad quality. But anyway, uh, I'll read the tweet that was attached to the video since I don't want to listen to his voice. Social norms are changing. I understand that. And I've heard what these women are saying. Again. And I've ignored it. <laughs> again. By saying these women, I know people I might be reading into it too much, but by saying these women, you're still avoiding the situation. You're not addressing Flores by her name. You're saying you're, you're generalizing. Well, the th- no, the thing is, it wasn't just her. Now three other people have come out. I, fine, but then then name them. Don't say yeah. these women. Yeah. I'm sorry. Politics to me has always been about making connections, but I will be more mindful about <laughs> respecting personal space in the future. That's my responsibility, and I will meet it. So, by the way. He just admitted that he was in their personal space. And if you don't read that while you're reading his actual tweet, you're not understanding that he's a creep. Yeah. And most of that video was just him trying to justify why he did it. Yeah. I know. Like, it wasn't even true contrition. It would have been like, look, I've made mistakes. I apologize. And I learned, you know, going to learn from in the future. It's like, hey, I grew up in a family where we touched each other all the time, which is just like a weird thing to say. No. I would say, Austin, I would say that this would eliminate his chance at running. But oh, I think but they are I, so sticking up for him. Yeah, they still are. And I, I don't know. It's getting late now anyway. I don't think he's going to run at this know. point. I, at this point, I'm starting to think that he's not going to run, especially with this. But, you know, he's lost time now. And But it, the thing is, I don't think – well, the thing is, I don't know if he makes that video if he's not going to run. That's true. I think but maybe if he, it's if he trying to run. I think he would have just said, "You know what? I'm not going to run." But maybe this is trying to see if it can stop it before it becomes worse. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't seem to get any better, then he maybe this will make a decision. But this I is if he's if he decides to run right now, it's the biggest mistake he's made. If he waits a little more. But the longer he waits, the harder it's going to be for him. So fucking keep waiting. No. But all I know is I won't support him. This is going to be, and my fear now is that he runs, wins, and it's Trump versus Biden. And now what do you do? You know, yeah. obviously there's a, there's only one choice in that scenario. But man, will that be a shitty election? And Trump will win. Oh yeah, probably. and Trump will win. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, he, he will win. He will win. I'm because not sure because uh... it's harder for Democrats to be Trump than Trump to be Trump. True, but. Biden, even with all his faults, is still a more popular candidate than Hillary Clinton. So. Yeah, but that's not saying anything. My I left know, hairy saying, nut is more popular than Hillary Clinton. But I'm just saying it doesn't take much to win either, especially since there's a lot of people who are disillusioned with the president. And he doesn't have that, like, new idiot smell anymore. Yep. Like, well, we, we know his policy and how he reacts to stuff now, so yeah. nobody can be like, oh, I don't know what he's going to do. And, the, and then do. that's the other amazing thing. We're not even talking about his policies. His policies are shit, and his voting record is even more shit. So, like— I'm let, sorry. We're talking about Biden again, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, jumping around. <laughs> let's move on from Joe Biden. I'm sure we'll hear—we'll mm. have more to talk about him, but I want to leave enough time for our guest later. Uh, I'm going to go through the next couple stories pretty quickly. All okay. right. 
Uh, my favorite company in the world, Monsanto, was hit with an $80 million verdict in the first federal roundup trial. Um, they're pretty much finding out, <laughs> go figure, that roundup causes cancer. Very, con- very good. Good job. Yeah. Uh, the good news is that uh, Monsanto is getting involved in the weed industry, so that'll be nice. Yeah, so good. I'm so ready to smoke weed with pesticides in it. I hate Monsanto with a fucking passion. I hate this company. I want it to go rock bottom so bad. And good. This is a good first step. <laughs> nah. um, I could go into the article a little bit more, but I'm not going to just to nah, save some okay. time. Just keep going. Uh, so there's that. Uh, good job, Monsanto. Uh, cool news. <laughs> There was elections uh, just a couple days ago. If you didn't know, <laughs> you should have voted. Um, were there any here? Actually, I don't, there was one in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there were a couple. There were but a couple. Since I'm not technically a resident of Pennsylvania anymore, I couldn't vote. Right. Uh, we're not talking about that one, though, because it was a centrist that pretty much just flipped a red seat blue, but it'll stay centrist, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But this is a cool story. Chicago elects Lori Lightfoot as the first gay... And first black female mayor in the city's history. Mm. Uh, now she ran against another black woman, so for like it was going to be a black woman as the no mayor of Chicago what. for the first time. Uh, but Lori Lightfoot, with seventy three point seven percent of the vote, uh, came up victorious. Wow. Yep, yeah, and we looked at her platform a little bit. It's hard to judge who she really is, but it's a cool story, though. It's a it's a great. Step forward for women, for black women, and for lesbians. Black lesbians. It's there's a whole lot of and dynamic for Chicago because they get rid of Rahm Emanuel, who's horrible. Yeah, I know it's very good. I can't believe he's still the mayor. I, it's been that long, but he's been the mayor for a very long time. Yeah, he so. went from denying most of America healthcare to just. Chicago. <laughs> just Chicago. <laughs> uh, so, congratulations, Lily Lightfoot. That's a really cool story. Uh, next, this is like the lightning round of news. I like this. Ooh. Bernie Sanders sets the bar with eighteen point two million dollar fundraising haul. Oh yeah, but that's not the most of all the candidates, right? Uh, it is. <laughs> all right. Well, there's no way he can win. Keep going. No. Uh, no, no, no. I should bet. Uh, <laughs> That's Italian for hold on. I'm sorry. The Italian came out of me. Uh, Sanders, 18.2 million. Harris, 12 million. Buttigieg in third place with 7 mil. Good Mm. job, Buttigieg. What the fuck? Uh, But the big difference, the big difference, Sanders reached over 900,000 donations. His average donation amount is about $20. It was twenty. Oh my god! It went down from the famous. It went 27. down. He's also up by about five hundred thousand fucking donations. Yeah, killing it. Donations, yeah. Harris did twelve million and only two hundred eighteen thousand, and Buttigieg didn't release his number. Oh, so that's a little so concerning. Something tells me there's bundling. There might be, and he has some ties with Super PAC, so that we'll have to see about that. And then uh, five hundred twenty-five thousand donors <laughs> uh, for <minutes>. Sanders. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? It's, it's, there's a stupid song in Rent that's 525,600 minutes, but okay. trust me. Yeah, I grew I'm, up with my mother and my sister who loved musicals. So great. This is in my head and thrilling. Uh, so, so as thrilling. soon as I heard it, I yeah, is still thrilling. <laughs> and then finally, a couple of AOC stories to end the uh, news segment. What's happening uh, with AOC? What's happening with AOC? I'll, good question, Austin. AOC <laughs> tells small donors to cut off DCCC donations and just give them directly to candidates instead, which is going against the basic Democratic platform. That's really cool. 
She's she taking up- she's taking a very brave stand against excessive C's in a in yeah. one name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A O C D C C C. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but that's no, a- actually, it's because that they said that um, anybody who works for a campaign that primaries an incumbent right. will not be hired by the DCCC right, CC right, right, right. or the DNCCCC. Yeah. Um, CC. <laughs> I think that's them. all the C's. Wait, no, you missed one. C. C. Okay. C. Okay. C. C. No, C. wait. Two, no, there was two less. You know what, Austin? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's like the KKK, but with Democrats. Whoa. <laughs> hey, they were Democrats in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they were. That's a good point. Um, so I pointed is, that out many times on my show. This is very brave, by the way. <laughs> this is a very brave stand that she's making. Uh in her like she just I love her. And she Paul just goes Ryan told her not to. <laughs> Speaking of Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan <laughs> said Alexandro Ocasio Cortez ignored his advice to quote just take it easy as a new member of Congress. Uh he also said that she pretty much didn't listen to a thing I said. <laughs> Which to any sane person is the right reaction. <laughs> and no even like Republicans, like more centrist Republicans on Twitter, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't see why he, she would listen to him. I, she, he literally was leaving because he did not win his election. Well, and he retired, but he wasn't going to win anyway. Yeah. Um, his quote here before we go, quote, I don't think she really listened to a thing I said, you know, just take it easy. Just watch things for a while. Yeah, she has not done that. Of course, neither did he. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> Like, the first thing he did when he got to Congress was try to ruin Social Security for everybody. Yeah, like, did he go to other Republicans and <laughs> and, and sell them the same thing? Like, hey, no, take it know. easy? I don't think so. But he sees the AOC as a dangerous person for Republicans and centrist Democrats. And, mm. uh, yeah. They tend to like her, though, surprisingly. Yes. For now. I don't know I don't how know. long that's going to last. I'm I don't. not sure. She, there's something about her that everybody likes. Except well, for the Republicans. I think because and I think she's, they secretly like her too. I think some do. I think the same ones who say they would vote for Bernie over Trump if that election came up, I, mm. I guarantee you. I think they all secretly like her. No. Yeah. Out of your fucking I think mind. that's why they hate her so much because they secretly like her. Because they want her to be a Republican? <laughs> they just want her, I think. That's like every sports conversation. It's like, I hate Tom Brady, but if he was a Jet, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't hate him so, so much. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Actually, I probably still would hate him. Because fuck Tom Brady. All right. With that, that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will have Joshua Collins on to talk about his platform. Uh, and he's actually from uh, running out of Washington State. So uh, Second out of Washington State. I know. Maybe maybe that's where we should move to, Austin. Let's move to Washington. We'll, we'll... No, I'm, I'm good where I live. You're the one okay. who has to move. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Joining us now uh, is another another person from uh, Washington, of course. Uh, we've had Sarah Smith not so long ago, and now also running for Congress is Joshua Collins. Joshua, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Good. Very good. Uh, um, so we found each other through Twitter not too long ago, and instantly 
I realize that we are going to be agreeing on most things. Uh, so I want to give you a chance to come on and, and talk about some of the stuff that you're going to be running on. So first of all, uh, before we get even into that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm 25 years old um, and I am a truck driver. Uh, so that's you know, very unusual for a truck driver to run for Congress, uh, especially as a Democrat. Um, and, you know, I am, I consider myself a democratic socialist. Okay. Uh, I, I believe, you know, uh, workers should have more control over their workplace, um, you know, through uh, at least unionization, but as well as uh, actually owning uh, and, and controlling uh, the places they work for, you know, through like worker on co-ops, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I'm very, uh, I care a lot about like the environment, about, you know, uh, workers' rights, um, about, uh, fixing the justice system, uh, and a lot of other issues. So, uh, I'm very progressive. So, okay. Uh, 25, nice. I think that, yeah. uh, instantly makes him the youngest candidate we've had on the show. Is that right? I'm trying to think of Niels. Remember Niels yeah. Paulson from California? I don't know how old he oh, was, yeah. but, uh, well, that's pretty impressive that alone. Um, what was there one specific thing or a, a group of things that made you want to run? Cause running at 25 is definitely not uh, an easy thing to do. So what was the thing that made you want to do this? Well, uh, I never, I didn't think I was going to run for Congress specifically. Um, but Bernie Sanders, um, the, his our revolution group and a lot of the things that he's talked about over the last year and a half um you know it, it made me feel like i kind of should run um i decided to run for congress because i was mad um my <laughs> congressman uh he was pushed on medicare for all uh, okay. and he's a millionaire a multimillionaire, and he was pushed on it and his response to it was that he would never support medicare for all and this is a democrat saying this of course um yeah. Really? So that, you know, it, I, I found it like insulting that this multimillionaire is going to tell people who are literally dying um, that they don't deserve health care. Uh, so that's essentially the one like moment that made me decide to run uh, for Congress against him. Um, and, and yeah, so here I am now. Yeah, you know what? I feel anger is one of those things that actually motivates all all, all of us, especially in the progressive side, because we start this we start this podcast because we were angry, <laughs> and right. we just needed a way to vent. Uh, and all almost all the candidates that we've ever had on, uh, they all said the same thing: they were just mad at something that was wrong with the system. So that's uh, th that's fantastic that you decided to run. Uh, and from you're from the tenth congressional district of Washington. Yeah, it's a bit south of. Uh, Sarah Smith's district. Okay, uh, can, what do you? What can you tell us about the tenth uh, district? Uh, what are the benefits of a progressive running in the tenth district? Mm. Uh, do you, you know, do, how, what are the people that are living there like? Well, um, we have a particularly high unemployment rate, um, and we have uh, we have a a large homeless rate as well. Um, and on top of that, uh, it's very working class. Um, so, you know, in, in our district, um, you know, about half or over half the people haven't uh, graduated from college. Um, truck drivers like myself are one of the most common jobs after teachers. Um, so uh, it's mm. and it also has a lot of people in the military. Um, and okay. one of my policies is actually that we should 
uh, increase military pay and at the same time end the wars um, so that we aren't uh, sending people like all of the, the poorest people in our country over to, you know, fight for, uh, you know, oil and other natural resources um, because they just wanted a, a college uh, education and healthcare. Uh, so I see you're, the representative you were talking about, Danny Heck or Denny Heck. Yeah. Denny Heck. Yeah, he goes by Denny Heck. Um, his name's Dennis. Dennis. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? How do you feel running up against him? Because, and I'll say this: uh, we, we've had, like I said, we've had a lot of progressive candidates come on fight. Yeah establishment democrats and it's a tough battle it's a very tough yeah. battle um sarah smith uh almost found a way to do it uh alexandra Castro cortez did find a way to do it um what are you going to do to separate yourself from denny hick denny and still trust him already i'm just saying i know i can't judge it by names but denny is not i'm not trusting him uh yeah so uh for dennis heck <laughs> Um, uh, the biggest difference between him and I is I'm not corrupt. Um, it's, it, uh, you know, it, a lot of politicians are afraid to call it out, uh, for what it is. If your campaign is fully funded by corporations and you are holding $5,000 head fundraisers in Washington, DC, like via wine tasting events, mm-hmm. then I, and all the people that are coming to your fundraisers are lobbyists or giant multinational corporations. I view that as corruption. Uh, and I, I feel like most Americans do as well. Um, and so that, that is the one thing that separates us. I'm not taking any corporate PAC money. Um, you know, all of my fundraising will be from regular people making, uh, you know, donations of, you know, 25, 50 bucks at a time. So how, how are you campaigning? Uh, is it, like, what are you doing to go out and campaign? And has that been a struggle? Because if you're a truck driver, uh, I can't mm-hmm. imagine you're getting much time to do this. Yeah. So as a truck driver, um, I, I actually own my truck, which means, you know, I'm a self-employed uh, person uh, and I can decide mm-hmm. when I work and how much I work. Oh, okay. Um, so what I typically do is I will work nonstop, you know, 70 hours per week, grind, for three weeks at a time and then take, you know, five to six days off. Um, and, uh, Hmm. one of those times would be right now, you know, I've been off since Monday and I'm going to go hit the road again on Saturday. Um, and and that can vary based on, you know, events that are happening. Um, so like, for example, I, you know, when I wanted to be home for the protest uh, or or the uh, bill that we were passing, um, to get money out of politics, um, you know, I was just able to, to be there and I met Jake Uger there. Um, oh, cool. And Very cool. Yeah. So oh, I, nice. and I also met Sarah Smith there as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, so I can just kind of decide, you know, when I take time off. Um, and the nice thing about owning my own business is during the campaign season, I can just park my truck and I don't have to get authorization from anyone. Um, okay. I, and I just hit the campaign trail and, you know, knock doors nonstop. Um, so during the campaign season, I will be campaigning full time and uh, that will be my job for that time. And, you know, if we. Okay. If we win, um, then I sell the truck and you know, <laughs> work as a, as a congressman. If I, if we lose, then I just go back out on the road. So it's very simple. Okay. Uh, just for reference, um, hmm. your election, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, is it, is it this year or is, is it next year? Uh, it's, it's in 2020, so I have quite a long time from now. Okay, good. Uh, 
Good. Yeah. So you got a lot of time to uh, get out on the road and all that. So instead of talking yeah. about uh, policy, because you've said you're, yourself, you're, you consider yourself uh, a democratic socialist, you're a progressive, right? So yeah. if we you know, go over everything, we're just going to align with every other progressive, most likely. So instead of doing that, likely. why don't you tell us what, uh, what are a couple of the uh, things on your platform that you want to focus on uh, right now, and what, uh, what are you going to do about them? Well, one of the biggest things um, that I feel like we should address is climate change. Um, and then uh, right ne- next to that is uh, healthcare and then automation. Now, most progressives are talking mm. about climate change and healthcare, um, but a lot of people aren't really addressing the automation issue. Okay. Um, and I feel like I have a pretty strong uh, like plan for it. Um, and and I also tie it into you know uh, actually transitioning to green energy. Um, and I, I focus a lot on the trucking industry. Um, it is one of the most common jobs in America. There are over three and a half million truck drivers um, that are, uh, you know, currently employed. And then there's another six, uh, over 6 million jobs that are tied to those jobs. Um, you know, people who are, whose jobs are to monitor the trucks, work on the truck, et cetera. Um, so I, I think, uh, it's something that everyone should be talking about, but almost no one is. And, uh, you know, I, my plan for the, uh, the trucking industry is, I think we should be doing, um, everything we can to ensure that the workers, um, come out on top when we transition um, to both automated trucks and uh, like green energy trucks. Um, and one way that we can do that is uh, we can do zero interest loans for hydrogen powered and battery electric trucks. Um, and the government could do that, right? Okay. Um, we've done this with mm-hmm. a, a lot of different in- industries. Um, and the purpose for the zero interest loans would be t- for individual drivers, not for companies. So instead of uh, giving a giant handout to, uh, you know, the like Swift Transportation or Night Transportation or any of these large comp- uh, mega carriers, we should be doing individual um, loans to individual drivers to ensure that, um, you know, we're actually protecting the workers. Um, okay. And and I think that would not only result in uh, you know better conditions in in the trucking industry, um, but also it would. Um, produce one of the largest worker-owned industries in the world. So. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I, I like the plan. It, it sounds like a plan that um, pretty much anybody should be able to back. Now, of course, right. we're you, you'll run into people who... Will, Truckers love it, at least. Uh, well, that's good. That. That's yeah. definitely good. Yeah. Um, well, now, you mentioned before uh, in your in your district, the 10th, um, there's mm-hmm. an unemployment issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you win and you are the congressman from the 10th mm-hmm. district of Washington, what are you going to yes. do to fix that well, problem? I I believe we should do a federal jobs guarantee. Um, anyone who cannot find uh, a decent paying job in the uh, uh, private market should be guaranteed a job uh, that you know pays a decent wage. Um, and we, you know, it, it's not just about like handing out jobs. It's about how much work we need done in this country. Um, okay. especially on our infrastructure, uh, you know, there, we, we have, you know, roads, bridges, water systems that need work. And I think, uh, federal jobs guarantee would be one way to actually put people to work and onto fixing that issue. So, you know, th- that's one thing that, um, 
you know, we, we discovered, well, Austin actually introduced that to me. Uh, I had heard about it and I just didn't understand it, I guess. But once I understood what it was and how it would work, and then I've seen other countries uh, and, and places even in the United States do it, it's amazing that more people don't back this kind of an idea. Or maybe they just don't know about it yet. But that seems yeah. like a pretty good plan. Uh this is um just I, i'm just geographically this is um like where where is the 10th district uh, olympia is that what i saw uh, yeah it's centered around olympia washington which is where i live um okay and it goes up to uh part of tacoma priola um down to rochester and uh covers yelm washington as well so um, it's a relatively large district, um, not as big as you'd see like in Iowa or something, but mm-hmm. um, it it's, covers quite a bit of ground. Um, it's very diverse as well. Um, I mean, it, it's got um, uh, a lot of, you know, both blue collar and white collar jobs uh, because it covers the, the more uh, rural areas as well. Um, you know, Olympia and, the, you know, the three city area, which is Olympia, Tumwater and Lacey. Um, mm-hmm. only have about 300,000 people when the okay. district is about, uh, it's about almost 800,000 people. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's, you, you got a lot of work, you got a lot of work, yeah. a lot of doors to knock on at least. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if people want to get to know you a little bit more, uh, if they want to reach out to you or find out where your campaign is on that, uh, where, where can they find you at? Uh, I, we just have a, a basic website up right now. It's joshua2020.com. Okay. Um, and there you can find links to my Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, and you can sign up for updates and, and donate if you'd, if you'd like. So, okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, Allison, if you had, did you have any other questions you want to ask him? No, although I do. Uh, want to say that I like I like that policy idea of uh, raising the pay of military mm-hmm. personnel while also avoiding war. I think so. I know the the latter is talked about a lot in progressive circles, but I think it's true that the personnel do deserve right. A pay raise. I mean, the, at and the current time, about ten percent of our military defense budget uh, goes to personnel expenditures. So ninety percent is getting funneled into mm. contractors and weapons manufacturers, etc. And so yeah. It, yeah, we could literally cut our budget in half, double the pay of military uh, of people in the military, and still have plenty to spend uh, to have the strongest military ever. So seems like a yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty obvious. Movement. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, you got a whole, you got a long time uh, to campaign and get your name out there. Uh, yeah. I, I love your issues. I love your platform, I should say. Uh, just keep up, keep it up, and uh, follow the platform that seems to be working for progressives. Just keep knocking on doors. The more you show your face, the more likely you are to get those pers- those people to remember you. Uh, we've seen it work with so many others, and we'd love to see you win. It would be, it would be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun to get more progressive voices, especially 25. Uh, now, we're not much older than you, but uh, I'm, I'll speak for Austin in this, that if we could run at 25 and be confident enough to run, we probably would, uh, but we're not confident enough. The fact that you are, that's, that's, that, that means a lot. You're gonna, you have to stand up to, to Denny who <laughs> yeah again listen I, i'm the one saying it not him but uh 
Danny? No. Um, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll love his, uh, his campaign slogan. What is it? Give, give Congress heck. That's it. Oh, wow. God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do love it. It's very clever. It's very clever. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I could, yeah, I mean, like if you're 12. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Telling us your platform. Absolutely. Uh, best of luck. And later thank on you. down the road, uh, we'd love to have you back on and you could give us a, an update on what's been going on in your campaign. Of course. Yeah. Thanks. All I right. Like uh, so, Austin, let's take a break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll have our final thoughts. so ends our big dumb show <laughs> Austin is very giggly right now and I promise you it has nothing to do with the marijuana because that's not legal in Pennsylvania yet right Austin yeah, he's just naturally very giddy oh that's right he's in Pennsylvania <laughs> oh man <laughs> This is going to be harder for Austin than you think, uh, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Austin, wow. what are your final thoughts? Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, so, hold on. Something's in your mouth. Oh, it's a it's cotton. Yeah. You got cotton in your mouth. You might want to take that out. Shh, just got to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. This is my yeah. time to shine. Yeah, right. Oh. And sensitive lights are hurting his eyes. My eyes are fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's dark as shit there. Okay, go on. <laughs> My final thoughts. Well, uh, it's been kind of an interesting news week. It has. I mean, too much news for one news week. Yeah. And I wish the news would just break itself up a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, today um, we saw the president retweet a creepy Joe Biden video. Yes, I admit, though, I did laugh at it, which is <laughs> probably not okay. I did too. I but did too. It made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, and the centrist I mean, getting all up in arms about it. I'm like, yeah, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to get upset about that, then you're not going to like one of the memes that we're going to post in a couple of days. Just going to oh, let you know. Forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a little worse. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be worse. It's still going to be posted though because I don't care. <laughs> uh, and I'm very excited at the um, campaign numbers that the Sanders campaign has been releasing. 18.2 mm. million. From a little over what five hundred twenty-seven thousand people, something like that, yeah. yeah. Which is like, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> and now the famous, you know, twenty-seven dollars is now down to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and I have a problem with Bernie Sanders. You ready for this? Even though that has changed, is he still all saying of his 27? shirts on his store are twenty-seven dollars. Everything on his in his store is twenty seven dollars, except for like hoodies, which are more expensive and stuff like that. But his shirts are twenty seven dollars, and that was done on purpose. But now that it's not twenty seven dollars, you should be changing it to twenty so I could buy a fucking t shirt. <laughs> Shut up, Thomas. Not my fault. More people like me now. <laughs> 
like I so I, I actually just recently uh, threw in my 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 donation to uh, for to Bernie Sanders campaign um, where it's on a monthly thing I didn't do the twenty seven dollars because I don't have twenty seven dollars a month unfortunately so I did like a, a, a like a five dollar or something like mm. that every month uh, which is fine mm. uh, I wish I could give more but I can't um, and, but it makes you uh, tell you what your job is and I listed what my job is and in parentheses. I put I don't get paid a lot <laughs> because I just want them to know because yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm a contributor to the Sanders campaign as well. When it was nice. last time, recurring. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't. F- um, do you want another real reason? Sure. I'm lazy. Yeah. And I don't want to always go back every month to give money. Yeah. Let's just take it. If I don't see it, it doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> ah, take my money, Bernie. <laughs> yes, take it. Then take give it. Me health care. As long as you win. As long as you win. <laughs> If you don't win, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Give it back. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, what else you got? Um, well, it sounds like what was once a you know fairly good news cycle, even though it was short-lived because of the president's own stupidity, um, in the fact yeah. that the Mueller report didn't seem to be that damning. Now, members of the Mueller oh, yeah. team are telling the press, oh, actually... <laughs> Yeah. It is fairly damning, and uh, Barr yeah. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Or he's clearly it's funny. covering up something for the president. What's funny, Austin, is we did we record yesterday? Yeah, yeah, we recorded yesterday, um, but then we came back today to uh, it's so Thursday now. Away. To I know to uh, interview Joshua, mm. and in that one day, some of the stuff, some of the stuff that you're just telling me. Are all stuff from today. All these news breaks all happened within one day. I know. And I just wanted to prove it to everyone that every time we do this fucking show, the moment we are done, news breaks mm-hmm. every single every time. time. Like important news. Important news, yeah. It's never, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that um, it's not going to be such an easy road for Trump. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw that Michael Cohen has recently discovered or gained access to um, a hard drive with a ton of documents in it that are bad for the president, apparently. I did not hear this. Yes. And so he's asking Congress to spare or uh, postpone his jail sentence um, <laughs> so he can come in and testify again. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Why, I mean, if he has that evidence, then, yeah, he's, he's probably going to come back. But, man, more fireworks, which means we got to talk about this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but uh, it's like, that's man. why it still shocks me how little Trump rode that good news cycle. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. makes it sound like the news cycle is like a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on my news cycle. It kind of does. But, I mean, maybe that's why they call it the news cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Because no, I don't know. I don't know where I was going yeah, with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> when a joke doesn't work, but, and you just kind of trail off. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this: uh-huh. uh, Trump is his his stuff is not his stories are not going to get any better. His life is not going to get any better. No, yeah, he should have so, he should have rode that wave for like yeah, weeks, yeah. months, maybe. No, no health care reform now yeah. a couple like, days what? later i know what everybody loves to talk about <laughs> you yeah, know you don't apparently apparently actually hey yeah, everybody he has let's no talk idea about health care <laughs> do you know why he doesn't know because it's about him everybody likes to discuss him yeah. not always in a good way by the way no. 
So anyway, anything else? <laughs> of course, I want to thank Joshua Collins for coming on. Um, very good interview. Very interesting. I like yeah. his policy position. 25 years old. What? Mm. Okay, Tom. So, uh, I mean, I knew he was young just by looking at his pictures. I had no idea he was 25. Mm, did not, yeah. And Makes me that's feel so really cool. Old. It does. It, it, like, I, I forgot. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is one year older than us, right? Yes. Or is she? she's a year no, older. two years older. Two years. Okay, but she she's older. She was born in 89. Okay. Um, again, Neil Paulson, I forgot his age, but I'm pretty sure he was about our age. Yeah, I think you're um, right. Sarah Smith is about our age. Yeah. And I, I feel like... Uh, Joshua Collins might be the youngest, which is it's really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I, I, yeah. I think that's awesome. Uh, but like there, and, and the establishment should be afraid because it's getting younger. It's not getting older. Yeah. It's not like it was a quick wave of young people. Like Joshua Collins is a prime example. Twenty five years old, and he's going up against an establishment Democrat. Yeah, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it's a tall order. So uh, we wish uh, wish you the best of luck. Uh, hopefully we'll get to chat with him one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he becomes as big and famous as Alexandro Ocasio-Cortez and then never contacts us again. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria, you promised. You promised. Uh, That's why we always say this at the end of the interviews. We'll have you back on again, right? And everyone has said yes, (laughs) including you. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, she was just on an MSNBC town hall. Listen, (laughs) we're going to millions of people. Listen, here's the thing. We will support her. She goes on MSNBC, and you don't get 100% support. The audience is pretty supportive because it was in the Bronx. Yeah. the Oh, oh it was a town hall. Yeah. All right. I'm talking about the, the talking heads there mm-hmm. specifically. But anyway, mm-hmm. why are you making a point against this? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I know you got why me thinking make- about the talking heads. <laughs> no, don't think about the Talking Heads. That's a terrible, terrible band oh, that should have never existed. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Leave. If half of our wow. audience is Talking Heads fans, then fuck them. Wow. <laughs> give a shit. Oh, no. Man. No, 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 no. First of all, they do not have that many fans. <laughs> like, we don't even have that many fans, and I guarantee it's not half of our fans. <laughs> no fucking way. Uh, and Ron doesn't count. Oh, Ron doesn't wow. count. Oh, no. Again, just attacking Ron out of the blue. Yeah. Why? I thought I, I haven't attacked Ron in like two episodes, <laughs> so I felt like I had to attack Ron. Why? Does he like the talking heads? I don't know. He, he looks like he <laughs> might. What does that mean? He looks like he might. He's a free-spirited oh, kind of guy. Ron, just message us on I'm on so Twitter. sorry to do, everybody, do like especially talk- you, Ron. No. <laughs> No, I'm not. Don't be apologetic for me. It's okay. Oh, I accept it. I'm apoplectic about it. you. What are you talking about? Huh? Yeah. It's just like the Grateful Dead. It's like no, but I respect the Grateful Dead a little bit more. At least they're at least they made music. <laughs> Unlike the Talking Heads, <laughs> burning down the house. Hey, I want you to burn down your records, you fucking trashy band. <laughs> anyway, uh, what were we talking about? What are we doing? Oh, closing up the show. That's right. Hey, thank you, Joshua Collins, wow. for coming on just the show. An angry tirade against the talk. I wasn't. I wasn't angry. I was. Uh, I was stating facts. <laughs> I was stating facts. Oh, Tom. 
<laughs> my my uh, my dad likes the Talking Heads. He can attest to my dis my disinterest disinterest. Mm-hmm. That's not a word. It's a word for right now because I don't feel like googling another word to. <sighs> okay. Man, talking is hard. <laughs> <laughs> talking is hard. Good thing so we didn't we're just gonna stop. to do this for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a living. Look at this guy, a living. Speaking of that, patreon.com forward slash dumb all over pod. That's patreon.com forward slash dumb all over pod. Mm-hmm. Give us your money. Yes, all those donations you've been giving to, um, what's it, Mike Hickenlooper? You can just stop doing that and give them to us instead. Wait, what? Hmm? Who? What? Who? What? Hickenlooper? Who the fuck is that? He's running for president. No, he's not. Actually, I think his name is John. (laughs) But the fact that nobody knows is a testament to he's not that popular. Like somebody else decided to run for president today. Yeah. Uh, Tim or Tim something from Ohio. Is it Tim Ryan? Who cares? Is that like Paul Ryan's (laughs) brother? Why would you join... Never trust anybody with two first names. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But but why would you join this race? Why does and anybody? Why would you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But why would any? Why why would he think that he's going to be able to beat Bernie and Harris and Booker, or even Buttigieg? He's not beating any of these. Yeah, no one even knows who he is. Yeah. People in his district don't even know who he is. Come on, ridiculous. Even Hickenlooper's like, come on, buddy, you don't got a chance. Stop <laughs> saying that name. That's not a real person. All right, we're done. <laughs> He's not a real person. He's not a real person. His name is like the talking heads are not a real man. <laughs> we'll be back next week with a whole new shit ton of stories to talk about. Uh, now we just lost all our Hickenlooper fans. <laughs> oh, the whole negative four Hickenlooper fans. Wow. I'm really gonna miss those fake people. <laughs> Why does that say it'd be that'd be a good band name? <laughs> no, it would not be a good band. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Hickenlooper. <And> no. <laughs> I'm gonna title this episode Hickenlooper. Is that is that the return of the cover band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And? Well oh, that would be a great name for a cover band, Hickenlooper. Okay. What kind of cover band would it be though? That's Joe's okay. job. That's not my job. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. I know. So Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper. Our this week's cover band. (laughs) Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash DumbOverPod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up DumbOverPod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter, at DumbOverPod. Facebook, at DumbOverPod. And of course, there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at DumbOverPod. We are also uh, on Patreon, so check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash dumballoverpod. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. 
T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. <laughs>